Hey all, this is the Flip-Flop Experience Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Thrapp, an entrepreneur who turned my love of travel into a career. Travel is not just a hobby, it's a way of life. Making it happen can be tough. I'm here to offer practical advice to make travel more achievable. This isn't just about my journey, it's about inspiring you to pursue adventure and explore the world on your terms. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Flip Flop Experience. I am Marla Watson, and I'm here with the adventurous herself, my hostess, Miss Leah Thrapp. Hey, Leah. Hey, Marla. Well, today's going to be a fun, really adventurous show. True. We have some great guests here today. I understand that your guests have been on six trips to Greece, to Italy, and then what were the other two? And Ireland and Scotland. I can't even believe that. So tell us who we got. So we have Paul and Nicole Karselich here. They are some of my longtime most repeat clients and now super great friends. I love that. Welcome, Paul and Nicole. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so let's just jump right in. You guys have been on six trips. I'll start with you, Nicole. How did you find Leah? I actually came across Leah on Facebook when I was probably supposed to be working one day, (laughs) but I was planning how to spend all the money I was making at that boring job. Found her on Facebook and she had posted, I guess she was doing her first Italy trip. And I took a screenshot and sent it to Paul and said, hey, guess what? You're used to me doing random things. We're going with this person we don't know to Italy. (laughs) I love that. Okay. How would you react to that, Paul, where you're like, okay, let's do this? I pretty much was. It's, you know, I have to laugh because I have tons of vacation time every year. So she has figured out that she's like, look, if you don't use them, you'll lose them. And so she'll plan out the entire vacation for the year. I preach that at my husband, too. I kind of love that, though, and you like it, evidently, because you went along for the ride. I keep going. Leah's doing something right. My wife's doing something right, so (laughs) I just show up. So when you guys found out about the tours on Facebook, I am curious, what were your expectations for signing up for a group trip with people you didn't know? What what did you think it was going to be like? I personally was very nervous. I wasn't Mm -hmm. sure... Am I going to get along with all of these people? I wasn't sure of what the itinerary was going to look like. How much time are we going to be together? How much time are we going to have on our own? Mm -hmm. I feel like I found out very quickly um, when we did get the itinerary that there was such a great balance of if for some reason we weren't getting along within the group, which didn't happen. But if that were the case, there was enough time built in for us to go do our own things as well so that we could still have a positive experience. Mm -hmm. I mean, we hit the jackpot with our group, so no complaints there. (laughs) ended up being better than I expected. I was nervous about being in a car with people Mm -hmm. on a bus with that many people (laughs) for extended periods of time. Close Um, quarters. Yeah, I was really worried about that. And then here you are, two boat trips later, super close quarters. Yeah, (laughs) because it's great. I mean, you you have to think, first of all, if other people are on these trips, also with somebody they may or may not know very well, and they don't know you very well, right? They're also strangers. They're in the same boat, literally, in this last (laughs) case. (laughs) In the same boat with you, um, having those same types of feelings. And I just find that everybody's really great about, you know, Justin will bust out the music and that gets, music's always a great connector for people, right? So Even if it's lame 90s pop. I did not find your (laughs) 90s pop lame. Thank you, Nicole. (laughs) Justin said no one was going to like it and I said that they were going to like it. So I was validated by the group that I did have a good playlist after all. Indeed. (laughs) 
Not so everybody, it, whatever people don't like, they may like by the end of the trip because they enjoyed it with their new friends. Mm-hmm. Yes, I true. think that's definitely true. What did you expect it to be like, Paul? You just kind of got pulled into it. So what was your feeling or expectation? Oh, yeah. She dragged me in kicking and screaming while I was fighting <laughs> her the whole way. Like, oh, hell no. We're not doing it. No. Um, <laughs> you know, the fight part is I actually didn't have any expectations. I wanted to just kind of go clear minded in what happened, happened and being able to absorb it. Because I think a lot of us uh, humans will have some preconceived notion about, oh, this is going to be this. And then they build it up. Mm-hmm. And then if that doesn't happen, then they're like, oh, this trip was trash. Right. And that's not the case. It's like, OK, we're going to Italy. We're going to a place that I've never been. And I hear that the food is amazing, which, by the way, it is. It didn't mm-hmm. matter. We didn't have one bad meal. It, and just to be able to kind of go in and Uh, You know, I'm not the planner in the family. My wife is. And that's why, you know, when she was talking about, you know, what is this and what's the itinerary, she she is used to planning all those trips, you know, that we've taken as a couple that we've taken with the kids. So I just honestly just showed up and I, I wanted to be wowed by the experience with no preconceived anything. And that's exactly what I got. I stepped in and I was like, I couldn't have pictured this. Imagine this if I wanted Mm -hmm. because I'd never been. You know, I think that's one of the things that I really enjoy about finding those like little secret places or off the beaten path things is that I love that you can't have an expectation of it. Usually it's something that you haven't thought about or imagined what it should have been like before until it happens. So you even someone who's well traveled might have that that element of surprise or not being able to have an expectation. And so then it makes it um, such a more of like an open experience when you walk into it. Yeah, I would say as a planner in life, you know, that's what I've done for my career for many years. I don't want to know. And that's one of the things I love about Leah is that those surprises existed and they were surprises that were worthy of you trusting in. I I don't know if y'all felt the same way about that. Oh, you're not speaking my language right now. No, no, no. I need to know what's coming my way. I need to know everything. Leah, what are we doing tomorrow? What time? What time do I need to be ready? (laughs) But I've still surprised you. Yes, you've definitely surprised me. But Did you enjoy being surprised when you were surprised? I enjoyed the villa, of course. Mm-hmm. Yes, that was a beautiful surprise. Adair Manor was a beautiful surprise. Mm-hmm. So, Except for the creepy one little passage we found that was like, oh my yeah, that's cold, windy. <laughs> yeah, nope, we ain't going in that door. Nope, shut it. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny that you guys, they told me about this creepy passage after we got home. And like this weird speakeasy type bar in the basement at the castle. And I was like, why didn't you tell me when I was there? So I could have gone to see it. Why'd you wait till we got home? Now I have to wait until I go. And then pandemics so was like, I had to wait like forever to go. And so then when we were back there a couple months ago, I told some of the group we were going to look for a pub at the castle. And I was like, well, supposedly there's like a basement speakeasy. So we went like exploring. It was like 10 o'clock at night. We were like peeking indoors and going on in the basement. And we did find the creepy door. And I was too scared, to be honest. I'll cop to it. I, like, was by myself, like, totally alone in the hallway. And I, like, popped this door open. All the doors have signs, like little metal plates, except for this one. So I was like, maybe this is a speakeasy. So I, like, pushed the door open. It was like a flickering green light and cold air and a staircase with wires. And I was like, nope, nope, nope. I, like, closed the door and walked away. I was like, not not going to even. But then I forced myself to crack it open one more time to take a picture to send it to Nicole in case that I wanted to ask her, like, is this is this the creepy door? Then I went to the bar and found it. And later I told one of the other couples, I'm like, oh, man, they told me this creepy door and I'm pretty sure I found it. But I couldn't bring myself to go in. And I was like so impressed with them because I went and got in the um, bathtub that night. They have really you can't miss the bathtub at Adair Manor. So I was in the bathtub and this couple went and found the door and they, they were sending me live videos. They went all the way up to the top, this creepy stairs with the green light. Then the light went out and there was like cold wind coming and then there was like a lock. But it was like 
like a cage door, you know, the bars, like a prison door that went all the way to the top of the tower and sent me videos. And I was like, I am so terrified for you guys, but I really love that you guys did this, like MVP right here, that you went and checked it out and then reported back to us and I didn't have to go in the hallway with the scary door. (laughs) It was so funny, yeah. I wouldn't times. have done it. Oh, I wouldn't. No way. Oh, no, mm-hmm. we didn't. We were like, mm-mm. Go I mean, my heart was racing when I had to poke it open and stick my camera in there. So I was not doing it again. <laughs> How old is Adair Castle? I think it's not that old. I think it's right around the 1800s. So it's yeah. not one of the older castles. I was going to say, that's, it's plenty, old enough. that's plenty of time for a ghost. It's old enough for a ghost, <laughs> for <Yeah>. sure. <laughs> yeah, it's so. plenty of time. Yeah, I was like, mm, I don't think I'm brave enough for this. I like for other people to tell. I love creepy stuff. Anyone who travels with me knows I love I love the creepy things. But I like them in the daytime, and I, I like to hear the stories. I don't want it to happen to me. I want you to tell me about your ghost experience. I have no desire to sleep in that haunted room or whatever. Just take me to peek in the daytime Tell me your story, and then I'm going to go sleep somewhere that's not haunted. So, so we are or we aren't going to the catacombs next? Oh, we're going. <laughs> Just during the daytime. That is her. I, oh, yeah. I that's love on your bucket. That. In Prague, we're totally going to the Bone Chapel, and I'm, like, beside myself about it. So it's That's happening. why you're trying to get me to, to figure out if we're going or not, right? Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, that's going to be amazing. I'm super into it. Yes. Well, you know my experience in Prague. I could tell you all this, but it'd probably creep you out a little bit. Uh, th- I saw dead people there. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> That's that all I'm going to say. Escalated very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> it's just easier to just rip that band-aid and say it. Yep. And just, you know, like, I saw that before, and it was real. And um, we were on a tour. I, If you don't mind me telling the story oh, real no, quick. We were on a tour of uh, a castle, and the girl that was leading the tour was actually the princess. Like, she was, but she does the family doesn't operate mm-hmm. like a royal family anymore. And so she was taking us on the tour and we go into a couple of rooms and I and the lady next to me and I she was actually um, they were they had all the different languages going in all the different tours. And somehow this lady that was Chinese ended up on our tour. She just started following with me and she's just looking at something and I'm looking at it too cuz there's somebody and I, we see we literally saw somebody in a big gown and everything, and they were they moved in and out, moved out through the hallway, and went through a door. And about that time, I'm just standing there, and she starts to say, sometimes some people will see my great-great-great-grandmother, and she is in this. And I thought, okay, they're, they're playing a joke on this. You know, that's what they're doing. <laughs> and the lady next to me, she looked at me, and she knew I'd seen it too. And she goes, did anybody see it? And I just sat there, and she looked over at me, and she goes, did anybody see it? And I went, and the, the little lady goes, she just raised her hand, and then I went, you know, I did too. Nobody else. We were with, like, 20 people nobody else saw the person we were the only people and then we figured out later that the lady saw that i could see that lady too and so she left her tour to kind of look at me to say are you seeing that too (laughs) this really happened it was like she trusted me to know that she was there and i can't explain it but it really happened and if it was an optical illusion and we had 20 other people that were actors that were were a part of it Mm -hmm. it got me it was a great it experience. Worked. <laughs> it worked. It's a good story either way, right? It worked either way. But that's kind of like, you're, I, we're going to have to find that corridor. Okay, I'm down during the day, and I'm not sleeping there. Those are my rules. No, I'm not <laughs> which, sleeping which there. Which trip is this? The one coming up? Yeah, the, the uh, Christmas market. We got Prague, and then we're going to do that. But, Prague. but I'm saying the four of us should go to Ireland and go to that door. Go to Adair Castle. And oh, like, girl, I'm not walking up those stairs. During the day. Okay, maybe during the day. Or we'll send a cameraman. Oh, I'm totally a fan of that idea. Let's bring a camera guy. Yeah, Chloe's walking around taking pictures <laughs> of her podcast right now. We'll send her up there to do Chloe, that. She's like, no, do you I volunteer won't. as tribute? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. 
See, I love this. This it's the ghost stories. It's the things like that that, that y'all will remember, and you'll tell those funny stories. What did you think of the first trip to Italy? How oh, was it that? was amazing. It was truly amazing. I mean, when you walk, when you get to Italy, it was just. I mean, there's the historic factor that is just. You can see it in photos. You can see it in movies. It's completely different when you actually are standing there looking around, going, and you're just in awe. And it's truly just an amazing experience. You realize you're in what we saw as an encyclopedia when we were kids, but you realized you were in the middle of history and so much had happened there. That's really cool. So what was your next trip? Ireland. Oh, Ireland. So how was Ireland? I loved Ireland. If I had to do another repeat, it would definitely be Ireland. The scenery is so green. You know, we live in a concrete jungle here going somewhere where it's so green and there's so much different landscape animals roaming around. It was just beautiful. I feel like it's pretty dramatic scenery. It is very dramatic scenery. You're driving and it just changes these huge mountains and then suddenly, you know, there's a cliff and there's water below you. Yeah, it was very dramatic. I don't know. Every time I look at Ireland, it looks like a fantasy, an adventure. Like there's something waiting for you when you get there. I feel like it's very fairy tale esque. Um, when I was there, and you're like riding in a horse and carriage through Killarney National Park, and you come around the corner, and there's like this castle on an island in the lake, and you just think, like, am I a princess? Did I just did I just go back in time into a fairy tale? That's what it feels like to me. And the people were the people great, Paul. They were amazing. Uh, very friendly. Love the accent. You know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, everybody for the most part was very friendly. Definitely no complaints about that. Well, you know what's funny is uh, you said all the accent. That's what my Siri is. It's Seamus. <laughs> I, have the, I have the Irish gentleman as my, as my actually, and we call him Seamus. That's funny. I digress. Forgive me, y'all. That's so cool. Well, we did listen to a lot of music in Ireland on that trip, too. Yes, we did. Really did. Yes. Yeah. That was, I think, when I think back about that trip in that group, lots of time in pubs with live music, and that was really fun. Well, that brings up a point. You guys make a lot of friends on these trips. I mean, you know Leah now. Sure. You, you making good friends for life? Oh, definitely. Yes. Obviously, you Facebook friend everybody you meet, right? But beyond that, we've done birthday dinners and meet up to watch a band play. Definitely hang out. And they peer pressure each other into future trips, <laughs> which is my favorite. Yep. They get into text wars about who got their credit card in first to get their deposit. Yes. Or somebody yeah. says they're not going and everybody's like, what? <sighs> you better go. <laughs> so Scotland, how was Scotland? It was definitely a bucket list. You know, Scotland is very good. Probably one of my favorite things about Scotland was the Harry Coos. And, <laughs> and the Harry Coos got that reaction every time the tour guide yeah. said it on the yep. bus. They, the, it's the Highland cattle. Um, they call them Harry Coos. And the first day our tour guide told us that. And then every time we drove by, he'd point out a Harry Coo. And then all the boys in the back of the bus would giggle every single time. So still when people say Harry Coo, we all laugh. <laughs> And I'm sorry, I didn't laugh. I'm Scottish descent, so I was like, oh, you like the cows. That's, that's great. Okay. So, well, the reason I ask about all of this is because I, I guess I'm leading up to, do you have a favorite trip that y'all have been on? One that just really stands out above all of your six trips now? I really can't pick a favorite. Wherever I'm at in that moment is the best place to be. So I could not really ever pick a favorite. And I think all of the places we have been, I would go back to over and over. Well, clearly Italy and Greece have been, you know, <laughs> double bucket lists sure. for you guys. Greece is Greece is amazing regardless of what part it is. I think my favorite was our first Greece trip. You know, when, when you are sailing and you're just enjoying nature and, you know, you look over the side of the boat and it's 50 feet of clear water to the floor. It That's is amazing. 
amazing. And I think one of the one of the days we were sailing, it was just it was one morning. It was beautiful. And I literally was, I said, man, the only thing that would make this day any more perfect was if a pot of dolphins came up. And I swear within 30 seconds, here came a pot of dolphins. Everybody's running for the phone. I'm screaming, get <laughs> no out of my way. way. I got the phone yeah. already. Let's go. <laughs> it was Yeah, that was so cool. Yeah, it was crazy. So I almost jumped overboard for the dolphins, but I had to catch I myself. It's I'd, tempting. It was. Well, you know, in Greece, they say that that's where all the sirens were and all of that. So maybe they really did hear something. Maybe the dolphins were listening. Maybe so. I'll take it. <laughs> so do you guys have a trip coming up? What's your What's your next adventure going to be? I definitely wanted to do the Christmas markets, but... Work's going to keep me from being able to make that happen. I promise to get very good video for you. Oh, my you. goodness. Then it's you'll gonna be, gonna be the person at home with FOMO now. <laughs> it, I, mm-hmm. I definitely will be. I loved Nicole as soon as I talked to her the first time. She was so funny. I think they were like on their way to Thailand or just got back from Thailand. And she was like, I want to book your Italy trip. And I was like, great. And then she had to call me to give me her deposit. She was in Costa Rica. And it was like in the in like the span of a few weeks and then she quit her job and I was like this is like my girl this is, this is the way that I do life it's like um don't get in the way I have priorities and this is not it like being at work every day in the same spot is not it I have things to do places to go so I thought it was so funny before I even met her I knew we were going to be friends okay so you quit your job recently did you go find something new I gotta be nosy I work part-time now and Paul's job is so flexible so definitely and we've talked about me going to back to work kids are grown and moved out and I am kind of bored but you can't try it on my travel so (laughs) (laughs) we've got to be real picky about what we're doing yeah well you guys said your kids are grown do you ever travel with them at all not nearly as much I mean we've taken them on a couple of trips gotta laugh because probably one of my favorite stories about Landon our our youngest is we tried to take him to Costa Rica we tried to take him to Puerto Rico wouldn't go she is messing around the internet one day and found this deal to go to Hawaii and it was off-season and it was insane. And I threw it out as a joke. And the little sucker called me on it. <laughs> it was like, damn it. And it happened to be his 18th birthday. So it was. It ended up being a very magical time for him. And we were glad we were able to do it. But it was so funny because I told us to watch. I'm going to ask Landon. I bet she says no. And she's like, bet she did. I'm glad I didn't bet because I lost. I <laughs> think you would have been out a lot of <laughs> So I think now that he is older, he's starting to appreciate it. He recently just took a trip to New York. And, you know, we took him to New York a few years back. And he was like, I just didn't appreciate it. He was having a conversation with Nicole. And. It's like, Mom, I'm, I'm really, I just didn't understand. Mm-hmm. And so now that he's older and he, and he was spending his money, he got the, he was like, oh, now I really get it. Yeah, it's very different when you pay for your trip. Mm-hmm. Gives you new appreciation for the trips your parents for took sure. you on. Yeah. I will say the first time I went to Hawaii without my parents, I, I literally called my mom and said, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a lot of money, Mom. That was basically what I got with the New York trip. It was... Hey, I've been eating ramen for three days. (laughs) (laughs) So thanks for feeding me in New York. (laughs) So we have a group, we call them the OG crew. So the very first group that went to Italy the first time. And we, everybody just really bonded super well with that trip. We definitely make friends in every group that we do, but that one was just super cohesive and has been a group that stayed together and traveled together. And for a while, there was another couple who had been on the most trips ever. We did Scotland all together and most of them Mm -hmm. were on Scotland. And then almost everybody went home and I started a new tour, which was the Venice and Tuscany tour. But Paul and Nicole stayed and did that one also. 
And then we were sitting at dinner one night and Paul said, hey, you know what this means? And I was like, what? And he was like, now we've been on the most tours. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you have. And so I said, you know what that means for you? And he said, what? And I said, now you get to pick a trip. You can request a trip for next year because some of um, the, the couple that has gone on a lot of trips before, he's always sending me ideas. He's like, what about this? Let's do that next time. Have you thought about this? And I'm always like, okay, sure. I love getting the feedback and ideas. And it's great to know. A lot of times it's reinforcement for a trip that I was already thinking about. But when someone requested, I'm like, okay, so I'm on the right track. There's people who want this. So I said, okay, Paul, now you tell me what trip do you want to do next year? So what did you say? That was the outer, the outer islands for, for Greece. Yes. So he said Corfu. Yeah. Um, because when we'd been in Greece the summer before, all the locals told us, oh, you have to go to Corfu. Our captain told us you have to go to Corfu. So Paul was like, let's do it. And I was like, sold. We can do that next summer for sure. So we just got back last week from Corfu. And I was going to say, we haven't even talked about Corfu yet. You knew I wanted to go on yes. that one. Yeah. It was amazing. It was it amazing. Was, it was yeah. a beautiful trip. Some of the places we went in, Corfu, the little old quiet towns, you know, like Greece was a long time ago type of yeah. feeling. That's really mostly what we did on this trip. We didn't go to any of the big sites. We went to, They went to downtown Corfu, Old Town, one day for an afternoon. But the rest of the time was just sleepy little quiet seaside villages and bays where we were the only people there swimming and that kind of thing. So we had a lot of that kind of Corfu. But I think there's another Corfu trip coming now because we stayed in some villas that we loved. And I think we're going to have to go back and stay in those villas again. Right, guys? Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> what was special about the villas? What did you guys love about it? Oh, them? my goodness. We got there and I was like, I've made it. I am a real housewife now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Beautiful infinity edge pool this giant giant house there were two of them two homes side by side i don't have six bedrooms yes. each five bedrooms each I think, five yeah. bedrooms each they're immaculate they're brand new oh wow immaculate food served by the pool i mean it was just a dream it was a great way to kick off a tour for sure no doubt it was like being at a, an all-inclusive resort without all the other people yeah. <laughs> without, those, without those non-real housewives <laughs> the fake housewife people <laughs> yeah nicole made me laugh so hard when she said that um someone else said something about they saw one of the places we went on their screensaver so they knew they'd made it and then nicole <laughs> <laughs> she was like leah one of the places that you took me was the same day one of my clients from ireland texted me a screenshot of her work computer and she said i saw this place and i thought that looks familiar and then i clicked the button and i was like because i've been there with leah and so she texted me and she's like now i've made it in the world i love it so but those villas are a happy accident so it's really hard to find a hotel in corfu for six rooms over 12 people because they don't have like a ton of huge resorts or name brand hotels or lots of little mom and pop small hotels so even months and months ago i had a hard time finding a hotel that was in the area that i wanted that would accommodate like us staying late we needed a late checkout and a bunch of different things for six rooms and then for some reason i just had this weird feeling a week before the tour that i should read reviews of the hotel which had been perfectly fine when i booked it so i don't know why i had this feeling i got online read reviews and they were horrible <gasps> oh no and i yes that's my exact reaction my stomach dropped i was like oh my gosh we cannot stay there like this is terrible reviews but what am I supposed to do? Because I couldn't find something for six rooms like months ago. Now it's like in 10 days that we're going to be there. So I was freaking out. Started looking around on the internet, trying to find stuff, like emailing all my contacts in Greece, like somebody help me fix this. What do you, who do you know? Who can help? And so I'd seen some villas, but none of the villas had enough bedrooms. And so I kind of ruled them out. But then I went and told Justin's busted in on his work day. He's supposed to be working. And I was like, I need help. <laughs> Freaking out here. And so he got online and he said, well, what about these villas? And I was like, well, it doesn't have enough rooms. And he said, what if we just rent both of them? And I was like, oh, oh, yeah, I guess we could do that. 
So I started emailing them and the family that runs them and owns them was so accommodating and helpful with like my million questions. We've talked a lot about how I ask a million questions. I'm super like perfectionist about all the tiny details. And I was like, what do I do about this? What is going to happen about this? How are we going to handle this? And they had an answer for everything like right away. And so I felt really good about it. When we got there, though, everyone was like, within 10 minutes, they were like, do we have to leave tomorrow? Like, we want to stay longer. It's so nice. And I think we stayed up to like two or three in the morning. We were in the pool. We were listening to music and having food. And it was some of the best food we ate the whole time. We like never left. We checked into the villa and we didn't leave until it was like time to get on our boat. Everyone just stayed there. Yes, I, I could do that for a week. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Easily. we should have started the show with that. That's amazing. <laughs> it was really amazing. So I, I made friends with the people that owned it and built it. And there's definitely going to be a Corfu land-only trip where we're going to stay at the villas. And I'm going. we'll go see the house. We'll go see the Pink Palace. He also told me that Meteora, Greece is only like an hour and a half away, which if you've ever seen pictures, it's this very otherworldly place with monasteries on the top of mountains. And we can get there by going on a ferry and only driving an hour and a half. But it's like an eight-hour trip from Athens. So it's never been like an achievable outing when I'm usually in Greece. So it's coming. More Corfu is coming. Do you have another story like something crazy happened you didn't expect to happen? It could be any one of the trips that you've been on. I have a funny one that's uh, on the original Greece trip. We we pull into a cove and we're spending the night in a cove and Panos is like, anybody want to go cliff jump? And sure enough, you know, Panos, so we drop the dinghy, motor out or just around the cove and we're going up and Panos goes, okay, there's a 25-foot cliff and there's a 40-foot cliff. And we're all like, <laughs> yeah, I'll take 25. It's fine. We're good. So I'm literally telling them how to jump off the cliff and not die. And so now they all go. And Justin's filming this on his 360 on his camera. Yeah, there is footage does exist. There's, there is footage. There is proof. <laughs> so I get to the edge. And if you're going to go cliff jumping, don't look down. Just oh, yeah. don't. I don't care if you're 10 feet off the water or 30 feet off the don't water. Don't think, right? Don't think. Don't look. <laughs> just go. And so I led them up. And they all jumped. And I'm like, I get to the edge. And I'm like, okay. All of a sudden, <laughs> I got this like massive fear. Like, I have no idea. And I was like, oh, God. Were they giving I cannot, you a hard time? Uh, no. no? It, this, was, this all happened in like a span of uh, maybe five to ten seconds. And I'm having this like <laughs> reality conversation in my own mind. And then, it, you know, I got the other part of me that the ego part of me steps up and goes, dude, you cannot punk out right now. He's filming this. <laughs> jump stupid and so sure enough i'd jump and, and he's got it and you know we had a good old time about it but it was it really was just kind of one of those funny things but i remember when panos goes there's a 25 foot and a 40 foot and we're all looking at each other going yeah no on the 40 dude <laughs> so were you glad you jumped after you jumped oh of course like every, time, jumped, every yeah. time every time every time he jumps all the time yeah. i'm so confused that he got scared and why did i miss this oh i would have given you a hard time yeah I, oh i know well, i know i know, I know only, we've all... there's only so many so much butt you can put in a dinghy okay <laughs> there, there, it was full i know we've all been to rick's and negril yeah. in yes. jamaica yep. and i had such a funny moment first of all i'm never jumping off the cliff like i am not the person for that but i will totally watch people again it's just like the ghost thing like i don't want it to happen to me but i will watch you do it <laughs> you can make bad choices with your life and your your head but I'm not going to and so <laughs> so we're sitting there and we go to Rick's cafe and there's cliff jumping and there's like trick guys that do it for tips and they do like insane like get on the tree on the top of the cliff and flip off and and they will coach you on what to do when you jump they tell you like keep your legs and your hands straight don't don't pull up you know all these things 
And so it's it's so funny. It's like one of those like human nature moments where there's this whole crowd and it's the crowd mob mentality and people are sitting there watching people jump. You'll watch this little 17-year-old girl in a little bikini march up with zero hesitation and she just like hops off the cliff like it's nothing. And then you see like her boyfriend who's like this big muscle guy, like he struts up the cliff and he gets to the end and he chickens out. And of course, just jeers from the crowd. These are all strangers, but it's so funny. Everybody will be like, oh, come on. You know, and they're giving him a hard time. And he's like getting to the edge and backing up. And, he like, and he's having that same struggle. You watch him think like, oh, my gosh, they're all watching. My girlfriend did it. And now I'm going to wimp out. And then usually he'll eventually do it because he can't take the pressure. And I don't think he even wants to jump at that point, but he just like can't take the pressure. Or I saw a couple of people jump. They instinctually like crunch up in the air and so they pull their legs up. And so then they slap the water and you hear them. And again, it's so funny because the entire crowd in unison, like being on a sitcom, they all go, Oh, when they see it happening, it's so funny. You, yeah, you hear it slap, and then you watch yeah. them climb up the ladder, the whole backs of their legs are red, you know? Ooh. And it's just so, that kind of moment to me are so funny. It's like this unified reaction that everyone has. Like, none of these people I've ever met. Some of the people are there for five minutes, because there'll be a tour boat, like right. from Margaritaville. It'll pull up, let everybody climb up, jump one time, and then they leave. So these people are all here for a span of five minutes together, but they all have these unified reactions of, like, jeering or cheering yeah. or <laughs> sympathizing, you know, and it's so funny. So that's, Yeah, so jumping off the cliff at Rick's, I mm-hmm. actually, for the first time I ever jumped off of it, mm-hmm. I, for whatever reason, I somehow came out in an angle, but and I had a slight bend. Mm. And man, I, later on, like my whole butt was just black and oh, blue. Oh yeah! Oh yeah. yeah! So when we when we got to Greece and mm-hmm. we jumped again, I made yes. sure I penciled it. I was kept, I was straight as a pencil. Uh, Nicole and I were making sure our husbands had life insurance and they oh decided to jump off the top level of the catamarans that day. They decided together to do it with the camera. Again, the camera is a adding factor, I yes. think, to these ideas. But they were like, going to jump and there's like the back of the boat and the lifeline and the dinghy. And we're like, jump really clear, jump really far. And the guys think they, they're like, I have plenty of room from down in the water where Nicole and I are like, you don't have as much room as you think you do. <laughs> Plot twist. They didn't have a lot of room. <laughs> yeah, they did At not. all. So they did it once, and we were like, that's enough. <laughs> enough. That's the end of that Put the game. camera away, guys. Yeah, it's like, that's enough. <laughs> applaud. Yeah. We're very proud of you, now please stop. <laughs> I think it's more, it's like watching a race car driver or somebody you love doing oh. something. You're like, this was yeah. a good idea until now I'm watching you do it. So goes yeah. back to the don't die rule. Yes. You we talked about with the bearded adventure. Yes. Take that extra step, extra jump, whatever you have to do to be careful. Being careful on a trip that you have planned for a lifetime might want to be careful. But there's also that part of you that's like, I want to be the adventurer. Mm-hmm. And I can't look down. I've jumped off a cliff before, at like Whitney of all places. But it was, I think it was 20 feet. But that was an experience alone. And I said, that's my only cliff dive. I was going to say, do you need to do it again or are you good? No, I got conned into doing that. And <laughs> I feel like I bucket listed my jump, mm-hmm. if you will. Mm-hmm. So I don't Check need to jump off. Anywhere Check. else. <laughs> Check. Now I am. I love to get the video. I'm the Justin of the group. I'll get the video yeah. and make sure everybody has a T-shirt for it. You right. know what I mean? I didn't have the T-shirt. I love that. I love that we kind of took that in that direction because I think those are the fun stories that you remember the ones. It's the ones that are kind of creepy. It's the mm-hmm. ones that are kind of yeah. scary. It's the ones that are kind of unexpected. You remember them best and they make you smile. Well, I think that that's yeah. so much of travel is that it's getting you outside of your comfort zone and different people like are pulled to different parts of what their comfort zone they want stretched. Some people are like, I don't need my creepy side stretched. I don't I don't need my adrenaline side stretched. But there's I think that's really what travel is about is some part of your comfort zone you're stepping out of, whether it's new foods or, you know, new environment or language or adrenaline. There's something about it that you're drawn to. 
And I think that that's so much of how we decide what to do. And you're, there's a craving for that stretching and a little bit of a way of just getting outside and growing that way. And I think it's also helpful to be in, in a group like yours mm-hmm. for that because for example, if it had just been Paul and I on this boat, he would have been jumping by himself. Right. I'm not doing it. Mm-mm. So it's nice to have people there that you can bond with over your, like you said, your yeah. limitations. Okay, I'm willing to go here. So you guys, you go do the crazy yeah. stuff or you go ghost hunting. Y'all have fun with that. <laughs> right. I would actually go ghost hunting. <laughs> well, there was a request for a Halloween trip for 2025 to Dracula's castle. While we were in Greece. So. I'm so in for that. Yeah, that sounds yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah, I was like super excited for someone to request it because I've been just dying for an excuse to do a creepy trip. So I was like, yes, let's do it. And they're like, we're serious. Like October 2025, I was like, done. Well, that's also a special anniversary for Vlad the Impaler. Is it? It okay. is. You know what? I'm not going to go lying, <laughs> but I know that there's something coming something up big. in the next couple of years for the, that's an anniversary for I Vlad told the them Impaler. They definitely do a Halloween party there every year. So I'm um, not sad about wearing a costume and going to a Halloween oh, no. party at Vlad the Impaler's castle. That does not make me sad. So I'm totally on board to plan this. I love this very much. Okay. So in conclusion, we have determined that you guys are adventurers. By the way, you two, when you started talking about the adventure parts of it, you could just see the fun come out of you just right <laughs> there. You started to giggle and get excited. And now I'm kind of excited. We've got a trip coming up as well. I wish you guys were coming with us to Austria, but next time. It's not too late. I'm, I'm thinking, <laughs> listen, I'm going to shamelessly plug my wife based on what you said earlier in this conversation okay. about how she takes such amazing, amazing photos. And she, she does because. I can use the same phone and my photos suck. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. It's it's That's a magical thing. That's what happens with me thing, and Justin. He can right? do it so much better than me. You know, I, I think you should just bring Nicole as your official <laughs> flip flops and adventures <laughs> photographer. I mean, it's it's not a bad idea, Paul. It'd be great if she could do video at the same time. Do you do a lot of video, Nicole? <laughs> no. Girl, come I on, we can get a GoPro, you. pop it on her forehead. Come on, we can make this work. We've Nicole would love to walk through a crowd with a GoPro on her forehead. That's so Nicole. Yeah. Then you'd have to go down that, that hallway in mm-hmm. Ireland on that ghost tour. You'd be that girl. You really would. Well, you guys, this was amazing. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for Thank having you us. Thank you for having us. us, yeah. Well, Leah, as usual, great guests, great show. I know, they're great. They really are. Well, I'll see you soon. And hey, everybody, thanks for joining us today. Thanks and happy adventuring. Thanks for being part of the Flip Flop experience. Make sure to subscribe and follow on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Flip Flops and Adventures. 